There have been some big changes in the USL over the last week or so. At the end of April, then United Soccer League president Jake Edwards left the organization. On Monday of this week, the USL, which is an organization that oversees several different lower division soccer leagues in the U.S., announced Edwards' replacement, former Inter-Miami and Atlanta United executive Paul McDonough. McDonough has been around the American soccer scene for a while. He's had some success. He's also been suspended by MLS for his involvement in Inter-Miami's roster cheating scandal back in 2020. He was reinstated by MLS last year. Is McDonough a good hire? And what comes next for the USL with him leading the way? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backheeled Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on this episode, we're going to answer those questions. Well, by we, I mean John Morrissey, Backheeled's USL expert who knows the organization, its leagues, and its teams better than anyone. John runs us through what these changes mean, and he does it in less than 10 minutes, because here on the Backheeled Show, that's just what we do. All right, let's get to the meat and talk soccer. I'm now joined by the one, the only, John Morrissey. John, thanks for being here. How are you? Doing really well. Excited to be talking USL a little bit. Let's do it. Let's talk some USL. I mentioned it in the intro. Paul McDonough's hire was announced on Monday, and he is replacing Jake Edwards as USL president. John, can you talk a a little bit about Jake Edwards' legacy as someone who'd been involved in this organization for a while and then about the McDonough hire, do you like this decision? What do you make of this choice from the USL? Yeah, Edwards is someone who came into the league office back, well, I mean, as far back as 2013, 2014 in a VP role. He took over as the head man, the president of the USL in 2015. And he's really overseen constant growth at the league, where it's gone from a 16-team league that was the third division to an organization with multiple men's professional leagues. Uh, Every single team is independent and not affiliated with an MLS club. There's a professional women's tier on the horizon. You're seeing multi-million or rather single million dollar transfers of young players over to Europe. In every way, it's become a more professional operation in terms of how seriously people take the USL. So I think that speaks a lot to the Edwards legacy. He's someone specifically with a lot of international experience. Uh, He's English. He's been in those circles. And I think that sets him apart from Paul McDonough in a lot of ways. Uh, McDonough got his start basically as a college soccer coach and assistant, uh, moved into the agency sort of realm. He's like represented Juan Agadello and Breck Shea over the years. Um, But I think he really, um, his bread and butter has been with MLS teams as an executive uh, he helped to oversee Orlando City's transition from the USL into MLS. Most famously, I think he had work at um, Atlanta United and Inner Miami as well. And the thing that sort of caught people's attention because of that Inner Miami stint was the way that he was yeah, suspended for a year because of uh, some of the dealings with specifically the Blaise Matuidi transfer, getting him into Miami and a pretty intentional violation of MLS roster rules. So if you think about the fact that this is a guy with a lot of experience in MLS, but not really navigating global soccer, not really dealing with the women's game, less of the experiences that made the Edwards reign so special, I think that's why people are raising some question marks around him as the man to lead the USL going forward. 
Yeah, a lot of interesting points, John. A lot of interesting stuff in there. I was going to ask you about the suspension stuff, so let's just do that now. Do you think that McDonough's suspension, and you you explained what happened really well, no, too many DPs in Miami, basically. They had DPs falling out of their pockets as they, as they sort of waddled along in that season. Do you think that suspension and track record matters? Like, like does that tangibly impact either his work with the USL or, or at least his perception in this new role? In terms of the work, not really. At the end of the day, what does it really matter that he brought some extra expensive players into Miami in terms of leading an entire league apparatus? But it's something that sets you back in the public eye right from the get-go when the last public-facing job you had ended in scandal in that sort of way. So it's nothing that's going to ruin his tenure as the president um, and sporting director at the USL, but it puts you at a deficit from the get-go. You mentioned earlier Edwards brought some strengths to this role and, and is someone with certainly connections and experience abroad. McDonough also brings strength and connections to this role, but maybe less so abroad and more so in Major League Soccer. Do you think those are, for for, uh, for Paul McDonough, do you think his domestic connections could actually be really useful at this point in the USL's growth as a league that is now starting to send players over to Europe? Maybe there's momentum that can sort of continue to carry that part forward. And now with McDonough involved, they could try to capitalize more on going in and being more aggressive and signing players from MLS academies and being more aggressive in the domestic space. Is that like a possible positive reading of this decision? And maybe maybe an explanation behind why the USL chose to hire someone who's never had experience at a league level? Definitely. And I think the MLS connections, um, he's represented tons of Jamaican Caribbean players hmm. uh, at his time running Awasaman, the agency he's worked at in multiple stints. So maybe you see the USL focus more on, I guess, those regional youth pipelines. You've seen hints of it, certainly. Uh, FC Tulsa signed Christopher Pearson, who's a Jamaican youth in, or rather senior international in his teens. Uh, this past offseason, Oakland went and poached two of the best prospects in San Jose's pipeline and have them uh, training with the senior team every single week. So that's somewhere where I think he brings a certain degree of expertise that is going to be really useful for this league as it looks to the future. I want to zoom out, and we're talking about this president role for the United Soccer League. Jake Edwards filled that role for a while, and he's the one that's oftentimes put in front of media and, and does a lot of press work. I would imagine the same will be true with Paul McDonough. How much actual power, though, does this person have as someone who's, who's sort of far removed from the day-to-day stuff on the club side? Like, what's your sense of how... How impactful someone in this presidential role actually can be. Yeah, I mean, I think you're setting the tone for what you want to see from the clubs. I think Edwards was someone who drove towards the idea that we're going to prioritize development. We're going to try to integrate the USL into these global markets. And he's largely been successful in that way. Um, I do think that part of the transition that's been interesting and caught my eye is the bifurcation of the specific uh, USL championship president role that Jeremy Allenbaugh is taking over, whereas McDonough seems like he'll be more the strategic mind over USL championship, USL League One, uh, W League, Super League, all of that. So maybe specifically focusing in on what does he do more strategically might be the best way to look at his reign. Are there any other major changes that you expect to see now that Paul McDonough has been hired, now that sort of these moves by the USL have been made. Mark Cartwright, former sporting director of the USL, 
he is leaving, which was buried deep, deep in that press release that was released on Monday. So both he and Edwards are gone now, Paul McDonough. And do you expect to see any other major changes or, you know, any tone shifts going forward under this new regime? As I've considered it, it almost seems to me that the USL might be on autopilot for a year or two as McDonough sort of gets his feet wet in the role. I think you're going to see a lot of strategic continuity of not messing with a good thing. Um, certainly the USL has grown a lot. They're continuing to grow. I think in the post-pandemic era, they're starting to get back into the expansion game a little bit in terms of New Orleans or Fort Wayne in League One, plenty of other markets. So maybe a little bit of retrenchment initially, and then McDonough will have the chance to make his mark in a little bit more of a visible way in maybe a year or two. John Morrissey, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow John on Twitter at USL Tactics. We'll have a link to his Twitter profile down in the description of this episode. John, thank you so much for being here. Listeners, thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back here on the Backheel Show very, very soon. 